0: Hey friends, welcome to The Jill Monaco Show. I'm your host, Jill, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm a speaker, author, and life coach. Some weeks I share what God is teaching me, and other times I invite a friend to join me on the podcast and we chat about what it means to love God, love ourselves, and love others. Here we go. Welcome back to The Jill Monaco Show. If you're new here, let me introduce myself to you. I'm the founder of Jill Monaco Ministries, a speaker, credentialed life coach, and author of the book, The Freedom Coach Model. I'm passionate about encouraging you to pursue the presence of God and find freedom in Christ because I know once you encounter love, it changes who you are and how you love others. You can find out more at jillmonaco.com. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever struggled to love yourself? Maybe you aren't sure what makes you special or really understand what it means to see yourself as God sees you. Do you have trouble being authentically you? Well, most of us have struggled with this topic at one point or another. I offer a six-month coaching and mentorship program for women that really goes after being authentic. Because when we know how God made us with all of our quirks, preferences, and gifts, and can embrace the fact that we are already enough, just the way we are, then we can be who God created us to be. Did you know that you're not only created in his image, but there is no one just like you or who can do all the things that you do? My guest today is Natasha Bure. She's going to share about living authentically and how to be the best version of yourself. We talk about the pressure to be someone you're not and what to do about it, especially in a social media saturated world and about her new movie called Home Sweet Home, which I've had a chance to preview. Natasha is a 21-year-old actress, social media star, singer, YouTuber, and author. Her passion for music and entertainment began at a young age of 10. She has appeared in films such as Hallmark's Switched for Christmas, Faith, Hope, and Love, and her upcoming film, Home Sweet Home. Natasha's unique vocal style and creative songwriting have been featured in national performances on ABC's daytime talk show, The View, and she was a participant in NBC's top-rated reality singing competition, The Voice. In addition to music and acting, she's the author of her book, Let's Be Real, giving tips and advice for young girls going through the teen years. Natasha also has a presence on her YouTube channel where she posts about beauty, fashion, and life. Well, let's get over to talking with Natasha. Natasha, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to have you. You know, there's uh, we're in a studio recording this, and what I mentioned to you right before the call is it's the same place that edited the audiobook of your book, Let's Be Real. Isn't that a small world?
1: I know, such a small world.
0: So that's great. And that released at the end of 2018? Yes, it did. And can you just tell the listeners a little bit about what that book is about?
1: Yeah, so I wrote this book when I was, I want to say it was the end of being 17 turning 18. And I wanted to write a book basically for younger girls, just kind of like an advice book and an experience book, because I know when I was growing up, I obviously had role models and, and girls that I could talk to, but. I know that there's girls who don't, and so I wanted to write a book just about everything from dealing with boys to acne to faith to dealing with parents. I mean, there's so many things when you're growing up that you just want an opinion on or advice, and so I kind of wanted to be that for um, younger girls, and there's a lot of personal experiences and and stories, and um, I just kind of wanted to write a book that was about being real and not hiding all of the embarrassing things that happen in our life or the awkward situations, just kind of being authentic. And ultimately, the message that I'm trying to send with that book is just to be the best version of yourself that you can be every day and strive to better yourself and not try to be somebody you're not because at the end of the day, there's only one you. And mm-hmm. if we just strive to be the best versions of ourselves, I feel like we can just make so much happen and we'll be a lot happier.
0: Absolutely. It seems like that's a whole lot of wisdom for seventeen, eighteen.
1: Yes, <laughs> I wasn't exactly. I mean, I'm still learning about life and I'm still learning about so many things. But um, it was something that, you know, I was definitely dealing with a lot back then was learning to be authentic. And it's something I'm still learning about now. So mm-hmm. it was kind of cool to write it during just the process of still learning about it all.
0: Well, I think that what you just said, like being authentic, like I love when I read things where someone's like, I'm still in process and this is what I've learned up till now. You know, and I think they're, you know, girls are going to want to listen to you rather than me. I mean, what do I know? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I mean, as a compliment that, gosh, so much wisdom for you to even think about helping um, girls around that age. That's so great. So, you know, we had planned on talking today um, and I'd asked you what message was most on your heart to share. And you said being authentic. So why is that message um, just so important to you right now?
1: It's something that's really always been pretty prevalent in my life and really important to me. And I think I have struggled a lot with this in my life of not being happy because I'm trying to fit the stereotypes and the molds of society and kind of what people think you should be doing or what you should look like or whatever it may be, I feel like I've struggled so much with just trying to be somebody that I'm not and comparing myself a lot. And it's really, I always say like comparison is the thief of joy. It just really is so destructive. And I feel like every single time I get into that rut of trying to be somebody I'm not, I'm my most unhappy self. And then the times when I'm just embracing who I am, loving all the parts about me, all the things that God made me, you know, to be unique and to be myself when I embrace those things and and push off of those features and qualities. I always feel like I'm so much happier. I feel like I'm doing my best. I feel like I'm living who living the life that I'm supposed to live. And I, I it's something that again I said this earlier, but it's something that I still struggle with. Like am I my most authentic self every single day? No. There are some days where I feel like I do let comparison get the best of me and it's something that I will continue to work on. But it's something that I just really think, especially in a day and age where social media is so prevalent and it is so in our face and we're shown these images and you know, even on TV and film, there's just all these things where young girls and, you know, any any person for that matter can compare themselves to. It can be quite destructive. So I think that's yeah. why I'm I love just that message of being your most authentic self and just being the best version of you that you can be.
0: I love your message of being authentic. I actually have a course that I teach um, f- with a group of women that's called Authentically You. So you are right on target for my passion of being real.
1: Uh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. You know, I think it's it's not just a young woman issue. It's, a, it's an issue for everyone to just you know, have trouble walking into who God really made them to be because of the pressures of society.
1: Oh, I completely agree. I mean, I think every single person deals with comparison and not being sure where they're being led. And it's definitely something that I feel like every single person struggles with.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you're in the entertainment industry. So as a singer, as an actor, and there must be, we must imagine let me tell you what the people on this side of the of the fence think. It must be harder for you. Do you think it's harder being in that industry or is it the same for everybody?
1: I think to an extent it can be harder, but at the same time, it doesn't change for somebody who isn't in the entertainment industry because there's still... It could be you could compare yourself to your neighbor. You could compare yourself to the person who's driving next to you. It doesn't really matter what environment you're in. Are there maybe environments that make that a little bit harder? And being in the inter- entertainment industry can definitely be one. And I I can see that being a thing. But at the same time, I'm I kind of think that it's it's just wherever you go, and it's I think it, a lot of it has to do with just your own self. And if you're confident in yourself, and you love who you are and you're you're grounded. It can make anything a lot easier because you won't be thinking about that. But when we kind of fall into that pit of comparison and of you know, looking at everybody else and not being as grounded, that's kind of when it gets hard in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, how did growing up in a family that was in the entertainment industry shape how you saw yourself?
1: The way that I grew up, I feel like honestly was very normal, although I did have The public eye definitely watching my family, my mom, and my dad. I think that it was something that was just very normal. I didn't really know anything different, but both of my parents have just been so awesome and so grounded and in their lives and in their faith and just have really pushed me and made me who I am today. And without them, I don't think that I would be as maybe grounded or just understanding of life as as well, as good as i am understanding it right now um if i didn't have just their advice and their their parenting and um so i think for everybody it's just kind of different and i think a lot of being who you are has to do with who you surround yourself with and i was mm-hmm. really lucky to be surrounded by parents that really just wanted the best for me and always pushed me to be a better person and that's something i'm very grateful for
0: absolutely You know, is there an area that you've struggled with the most? And if so, what have you done about that?
1: I think the area that I struggled with the most, honestly, in my life just has been truthfully comparing myself to others. I'm a very competitive person. I always have been. I grew up obviously having parents who were in the public eye and my mom being in the entertainment industry, my dad being a professional athlete. And so both of those industries are very competitive. And you have to definitely fight for the jobs and the roles that you get. And I think I was just always the person that I would look to the person to the left of me. I'd look to the person to the right of me and I'd always want to be doing what they're doing or what I was currently doing was never good enough because there was always someone that was doing something bigger or better than me. And I'm still kind of like that today, which is something that I have to Mm -hmm. work on is just being content with where I'm at in life currently and not be looking five years ahead and wishing I was already there, but just enjoying and living in the moment and embracing the process of life because you never know where it's going to take you. And it's all about growing in the journey itself. Um, Mm. And so that's something that I've definitely had to work on is just not looking at others and kind of getting down on myself because maybe I'm not at that same place or I feel like I should be. And yeah, that's something I've Mm -hmm. kind of had to do. I mean, there's been moments where I'll feel like that if I get on social media, I'll delete Instagram for like a week or two and just get off there if I know I'm kind of spiraling down into that circle of you know, not feeling great about myself because maybe the people that I see on Instagram or the people I see on facebook or whatever are doing things that i'm not or whatever it may be and you know it could be as little as even my brother my brother is my best friend but he's also like so talented at every single thing he does Mm -hmm. and we've kind of always been like that we've played the same sports growing up we both started to do modeling and we both wanted to do acting for a point in time and i feel like even just with my brother there's been points where i just compare myself to him and Even though we now don't do the same thing, it's just kind of one of those things that I feel like for me is something I've just always struggled with and something that I continue to work on. And I think, again, that's why the book was so important to me of just being real and just being you and not trying to be somebody else because it's just not going to make you happy and it's just ultimately going to get you nowhere.
0: Right. The more we try and be like someone else, the more we're going to (laughs) fail. And then you feel terrible about yourself because you've tried to be just like someone else because it's worked for them. And then you fail and you feel like you're not good enough. Where in actuality, it seems to me that God only made us um, the way that we are. So we would do unique things. We do things just like us. I love to say, there's no one just like you. No one can do all the things that you can do just the way that you do them. And so it's so important. What a good message. Definitely. Um, You know, so if you had a piece of advice you would give to girls that are younger than you that are really growing up in this social media, you know, decade um, and struggling with comparison, you mentioned you get off Instagram for a while. What are some things that you have found have really helped you get back to who who you truly are without the pressure of those around you?
1: I think something that I have to think about a lot is that social media is a highlight reel. So it's the best moments of our life. We're not going to post the moments where we're, you know, maybe struggling with certain things or we're down or we're dealing with issues that are really hard. It's the moments where we're celebrating and we're happy and we're doing our best, looking our best, you know, and so many things on social media, especially are so filtered and edited and whatnot. And so I think if I was to give any advice, it's just for girls to understand that and know that not everything that you see on social media is what it is. Yeah. And it is so curated. And I mean, I'm guilty of that all the time of when I post on Instagram, I'll like look through my feed and I'll just think, wow, everything that I'm posting currently is like so posed or it might just be very um like surface level. I'm not really talking or sharing about anything that's like super important in my life. And then I'll be like, okay, you know what? Let me just post like a fun video of me and my friends. Or I just recently got my tonsils out a couple of months ago and I posted like a bunch of really, really <laughs> probably uh, to me, they're very unattractive, like pictures and videos of myself. But I was like, that's what I'm going through right now. And I just want to yeah. share that because I think that that's, that's real and that's you. And, and, um, and you know, I, I don't know. I think that's advice yeah. that I would give is just to, you know, not think too much about Think too much about social media and just be who you are and enjoy life and take a break from the phone and go on a run or hang out with friends or do whatever.
0: Uh, it's so good. You know, um, one of the things that I love about this topic is it really, um, it's relevant, like I said, for every person, no matter what age you are. Um, but when we're growing up, even in the faith-based community, and you said you're competitive, there's even, you know, competition to just be the best Christian. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not oh, of just,
1: course.
0: it's not just with our looks and, and things like that. And, um, So, you know, I would love to talk a little bit about the film that you did, because I think this is really a theme throughout the film Home Sweet Home.
1: Oh, it definitely is. And I think that was why I was so excited when I got to be part of the project was just the whole theme of, you know, being yourself and not trying to be somebody that you're not ultimately.
0: Yeah. Can you tell um, the listeners a little bit about what they can expect if they see it, what the storyline is without any spoilers? (laughs)
1: Okay, I'm so bad. I feel like every single time I try to explain something, I end up getting spoilers. So I'm gonna really try (laughs) to do my best. But basically, it's about this girl, Victoria. And she's a super flirty, fun girl. She's a little bit too much into herself. And she meets this guy, Jason. And She is kind of used to getting guys and she's used to getting a lot of attention from people and Jason just does not give her the time of day. He doesn't give her attention like she's used to. And so she kind of fakes her way into his world and he's working with a Christian ministry to build homes for people in need and she basically pretends to be a Christian and this whole story kind of unravels and she kind of discovers so many things, not only about Faith and God, but about herself, and it's a really, really fun, cute movie. And um, I had a lot of fun filming it. And again, the theme is just so much about what I stand for: is just like being who you are and being authentic, and don't you don't need to act like somebody that you're not to get what you want. And um, I just I really love that.
0: Oh, I love that too. And I think the thing that you mentioned about Victoria, even um, in her being, you know, flirtatious, and you know the other Jason not paying any attention to her. So Victoria was trying to get attention to something that she really wasn't. She was trying to, you know, fit into a world that she didn't know anything about. And so that speaks to me about identity, that she really didn't know how wonderful she was, that she didn't have to do certain things to get attention.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is such a amazing thing that is shown in the movie is she doesn't really know her identity and she doesn't know who she is and she's c- trying to find attention in these different areas of life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that she's she's outwardly a happy person and you know she has her family and she has um her job, but I don't think that she's happy because she doesn't really know who she is and I think that that's something that we as humans do all the time. We try to find things very surface level and very materialistic that could make us happy and ultimately i think you know jesus and our relationship with him is the only thing that's going to make us happy and enjoy life and so i really really love that that was in there cuz again that's something i struggle with all the time is finding like little quick things to make me happy um and finding those things in material items or you know other relationships or things like that and so i love that that was another theme in the film
0: absolutely and you know as a life coach i'm always talking about you know, personal development and, and one of the things that I've noticed, even with myself, even in every decade of my life is that when I'm in pain or I'm unhappy, I go to the thing that's going to be the quick fix because we just don't want to be feeling that way anymore, you know? So, but developing a relationship with the Lord when he is our constant and we're used to going to him, then he becomes our first choice, our first option, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something every single person deals with is finding that little thing. It could be as simple as, I don't know, eating a cupcake or right. going on social media, but it's just those little things that you try to put your your energy and attention to because you think it's gonna give you that quick satisfaction and it's just mm-hmm. never something that's gonna work long term. And I think that's something that I always have to be, you know, reminded of.
0: Me too. And now that you mentioned cupcakes, I want one. It's a really good
1: idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so what rate, what ways when you were playing Victoria, did you feel like, man, I can really relate to her in this way?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, there's so many ways. I feel like I haven't necessarily dealt with the exact situation that she's dealing with, but there's been so many times where you just want to fit in and you just want to either be friends with a, a certain group of people or even with, you know... Just relationships. You kind of want to have the same interests as somebody or whatever. And it's hard because you'll feel like maybe it won't work out if I'm just myself and you kind of have to put on this facade. And even again, like I hate to bring social media into it again. I feel like I've talked so much about it. But again, like there is such a culture around social media where you have to be this person. And I feel like you just, it, it's it's kind of hard to escape sometimes, and so yeah. I always just try to just be who I am and surround myself with people that encourage me and who love me for who I am. And I think that's something that she kind of learns um, throughout the film is that you know people love her for who she is, and she mm-hmm. doesn't have to fake her relationship with god or her interests to get this guy or get this group of friends or whatever it's um it's important to just embrace who you are because you're going to attract the same you you kind of i i always say like you you receive the same energy that you put out and so if you're Mm -hmm. just putting out an energy that's not you you're going to receive an energy that just isn't for you and Mm -hmm. so i just think that that's like a super important thing to Uh be mindful of
0: I love that. I always say that you attract who you are.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: So, and you, if you want someone of a certain kind of person, like a really strong Christian, you know, mate, and you're not that yourself, you're probably not going to attract that, you know? Yeah. Maybe at first, but it won't last because it's just not... You know, we can throw in the Bible verse, right? Not equally yoked, but hopefully um, we have to be the right, be a certain kind of person. And that's in friendships or anything. Um, And you had mentioned that earlier, like whoever you, you said your family surrounding you helped you be the person you are. So whoever we spend the most time with, that is who we're going to end up being the most like.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I've learned that way the hard way so many times. And even my parents have kind of had to have Sit down conversations with me every couple of months if they Mm -hmm. see that I'm, you know, hanging out with people that aren't really pushing me towards a life that they know I probably am wanting and, um, or just surrounding myself, you know, with things or whatever it may be. It's just, it's so easy to fall into what other people are doing. And so that's why Mm -hmm. it's so important to surround yourself with people who, you know, are going to push you to be better and push you in your relationship with God. And, um, you definitely become who you surround yourself with 100%.
0: Yeah. And without giving away too much of the movie, everybody, um, Victoria really learns that she surrounds herself with these Christians. Like you said, it started off as she liked this guy and she wanted to kind of hang out, you know, be where he was in this building project. And I love the one line that one of the other characters says to you, and I'm not going to get exactly right, but she says something to the effect of, I would have liked you for who you were. You didn't have to fake who you were. I would have liked you anyway.
1: Yeah, definitely. I love that line. I love that whole scene.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's it's so true. If we could just be ourselves, the right people are going to be hanging out with us. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like are the, is there more than one message to the film? Like if someone were to go, what do you hope they would take away when they see it?
1: You know, what I love about this film the most is that there's so many different little storylines throughout it. And it's not just about Victoria and her journey and figuring out who she is. There's so many different themes. There's so many different just stories that are being told and different relationships. And, you know, I think that there's messages that are saying, be bold and go after what you want there's ones that are, you know, be authentic, be who you are. Um, There's just so many different ones. and That's what I love. Um, And what I love about films like this is that whatever you're going through, like there will be something that will be, you know, stick out. Mm -hmm. And it'll hit different, different parts of the movie, I think will hit people differently, depending on what you're currently going through. And so if comparison and not being authentic and kind of trying to fit into the crowd is something that you're dealing with. Like there will be so many messages about that. If if going after you want and being bold is something that you're struggling with and just attacking things head on is something that you're struggling with. Like there, there's a part of the story that's in there for you. And there's, there's so many different things. It's not just kind of like a one themed movie, which is what I love because it definitely pokes at a lot of different things.
0: Yeah. And there's her, Victoria's sister is going through a hard time too. And so it yeah. just- shows supportive family right
1: even with you know um victoria's you know friend in the movie and she's going through finding a guy that she likes and being bold about it and even jason's dealing with things and every single person has their own struggles that are all very very different and i think that's something that is fun for everybody to watch
0: you know as you mentioned that it's so it I mean, of course, movies reflect life, but in the best way, this movie reflects life that as everyone's going through their individual things, they all get better because of each other.
1: Absolutely. And I think not only that, but it's kind of cool because each person in the film, whatever they're going through, they can give their own advice. And you'll see if there's something that Victoria struggles with, and maybe her sister isn't struggling with that, you know, her sister's going to give her that advice and vice versa. Mm -hmm. If if there's something that, you know, her sister Joy is struggling with and Victoria is not, like she can give that advice. And so each person has their own little nugget of wisdom to give and to take. And I yeah. think that's just kind of like life. Like we're all going through different things and we all have our own pieces of wisdom to give. And I think that's what's awesome about having, you know, friendships and relationships that can really just like push you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And help us get to the next level. And especially your competitiveness must love that like, let's just keep going.
1: Definitely. (laughs) Um,
0: well, what are the things that you're, that you're hoping for? Um, and we're, we expect to see you next. What are the things you're doing after this film?
1: Hopefully working on more films and projects. Um, I, yeah, I just absolutely love acting. I'm working on music as well, which is really exciting. I don't know when that will be coming out. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, which is not something I'm, you know, not like my main focus, but something I absolutely love doing. And it's all just beauty, fashion, lifestyle, just kind of like my daily life and things that I like to do when I'm not working. Yeah, And I think that that's just really fun and interesting to kind of see. And it's something I started when I was like 15. And I recently kind of have just really, really gotten back into it of just sharing personal parts of my life that have nothing to do with work or anything like that, and just lighthearted. And again, kind of going back to the book of just You know, being who you are, and people get to see me on more of an everyday basis. So that's really fun for me to do, too.
0: Awesome. Can you let everyone know where they can find you online?
1: Yeah. So I have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I believe everything is at Natasha Beret. And I want to say my Facebook is official Natasha Beret, but that's my social (laughs) media. Okay. And my YouTube is just Natasha Beret.
0: Awesome. And I'll leave all the links in the show notes of this podcast so everyone you can find her easily and find her book and the movie and everything like that. Well, I was wondering one last question about the movie if you don't mind. Yeah. Um what is something maybe funny an insider story, something we wouldn't know about that went into creating the film? What's your favorite? Cuz there's always blooper stories, right?
1: Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I I am very hard to do scenes with, I feel like, because <laughs> I just laugh the entire time to the point where we had to stop filming for probably 15 minutes so I could get myself together. <laughs> I just am constantly laughing. It's really funny because everyone on the film, we all became really, really close friends. The directors, producers, actors, we're all just, you know, you're up there in a on a location filming for a couple of weeks. So you all become really close. And then when you have to actually get down to business you have so many inside jokes and so many little things that just happen on and off set that every single time they say action, it's the only thing I can think about. And I just burst out laughing. (laughs) And yeah, so some of the scenes that are like, even the more emotional scenes, I was probably having a laugh attack. 20 seconds prior and uh, yeah I was apologizing so much because I was like I'm sorry I just can't stop laughing it's so funny and even if it wasn't something funny I was just having a laugh attack
0: (laughs) I remember that I remember having that happen so often and when you're doing like what I did with live theater um, you kind of have to you know push through it Um, yeah (laughs) but all right. Well, we will be looking for those scenes and trying to see if you were just laughing right beforehand. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could detect any of that. It's a okay, super <laughs> good. <laughs> well, just so the listeners know, I think it went live on Pure Flix. It went digital on February 1st. And the official premiere event with all the different stars in attendance will be held at Lakewood Church in Houston on April 24th. Well, Natasha, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was such a joy to get to talk to you today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right. Well, hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Natasha today. And um, I want to offer you a free gift that will help you continue on the path to being authentically you. All you need to do to receive it is to leave a review to the podcast and send a screenshot of it to me on Instagram. My handle is at Jill Monaco. And to hear more episodes like this, be sure to subscribe to the show. That way, the most recent episode will always be in your feed and ready for you when you are. And if you'd like to help me continue to reach others, you can click on the description and you can give to support the show now. You can find out more about Natasha when you go to jillmonaco.com episode 55. Just click on the show notes to connect with her and find all the links to the things we talked about today. Thank you so much for tuning in today, my friends. And remember, love well, you were made for it.